Hey, it's your girl, Claudia Jordan. I'm back with TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready for this hot tea. What's up, Al? And what's up, Q? What's going on, Claudia? Hey, what's up? What's going on with y'all today? Feeling good, feeling great. Uh, still in the A, still filming Dish Nation, drinking my water, minding my gay African-American business this Tuesday. Um, I didn't have to hit anybody with a folding chair today thus far. So that's a good thing. Okay. Like y'all have good. any folding chair action today? <laughs> no, but I am looking at people sideways. Like I'm like a little bit more unready for it. Like, okay, what's good? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I, don't right. know. I don't know. There's a lot of, uh, isn't it crazy that that incident seemed to bring about so much unity, more unity than electing a black president and all the other things? Going I mean, on? This, is, this is the moment. They say the revolution won't be televised, but I mean, it was. It was televised and it's got, it, to your point, Claudia, it does have people feeling unified. Like this is what it looks like when we come together and we, we got to keep this going on. And I just hope this energy transcends fighting and we reap the harvest of coming together in all facets of life. That's right. Al, how you feeling? Hey, I'm like everybody else. It was so funny. I was in the barbershop today and uh, one of the barbers there has a chair tattooed on his forearm, like right here. He had a folding chair tattooed and then he had had the guy swimming and then he had like um, a beat down or something, Montgomery beat down or whatever. I thought it was funny. I, I, I mean, he got that done already. Already, and the guy that he was cutting was his the guy who tattooed it on his arm. I was going to say, so is your guy the guy that the the one that's floating around on social media right now? Is that the person I'm, you saw? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I haven't seen the tattoo floating around on social media. I just saw his arm, and I saw him cutting his tattoo artist who did the tattoo of okay. the chair on his arm. So. All right, I'm gonna need some energy today. I went out last night. I was in New York. I went to the hookah spot and uh, met with Dustin and my other friend Malika. And some other people came through. And damn, I was like, I'm gonna have one drink. Okay, <laughs> another one. Okay, another one. Then one of my friends showed up and bought us shots. And then it just went from there. Into twenty, and yeah, that's a good old New York City experience right there. That's why you still love New York City, right? So the social scene out there is so fun. Like you don't feel weird going out old out there because it's like right. it's not like LA where the crowd the scene is young. New York yeah. is like you will see some other people your age out there. And it was fun, and it's random. But you be running to people like, what are you doing here? Uh -oh. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, you drinking on anything? You drinking? <laughs> there go that Claudia Metro PCS internet. Are you drinking on anything tonight? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm doing my buttery Chardonnay again tonight. Let's see where that leads us with the commentary. Hopefully somewhere fun and enlightening. Well, well uh, how about you? I am drinking my water because everybody knows I am trying to unlock my better self. But listen, soulmates, before we get started, we, uh, we got an opportunity uh, for you guys to graduate from the YouTube chat and join us live on Zoom on a segment called The Hot Seat. Now, you guys have already seen us do The Hot Seat with some of our super fans, and it was really fun. You guys get a chance to talk to us, interact with us. If you're a super fan of TGIF and you want to get up close and personal and talk with your favorite host, 
Send your name, photo, and a brief blurb about yourself to TGIF at foxsoul.com. And we can't wait to see who's a super fan. So once again, send that to TGIF at foxsoul.tv. I'm sorry, that's TGIF.tv. TGIF at foxsoul.tv. And we cannot wait to see you. Oh, y'all, this is what happens. When we're traveling in China, I'm on a doggone teleprompter that's on the laptop. Anyway, Al, let's get into this story. Because okay. hopefully this stuff that Meg and 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 Tory Lanez can be put to damn bed. Tory Lanez has officially been sentenced, y'all, to 10 years in state prison for shooting Meg the stallion. The judge sentenced Tory to six years for assault, an additional four years on a gun charge. Al, our, our resident facts guy, what is your take on this outcome? You know, my take is not popular, Q. Now, the gun charges, I'm all good with it because he had, you know, had an offense. He was on probation. He shouldn't have been carrying a gun and should not have been playing with a gun. However, I'm going to I'm going to continue to say this. I, I just don't understand, even to myself, why I don't feel comfortable with Tory Lanez getting six years for the incident. That That's just how I feel. I know it has nothing to do with disrespecting a black woman. It has nothing to do with um, anything else that people want to say. I think my whole issue here is that I don't like necessarily seeing another young black uh, entertainer going to jail for, for because of violence. So, you know, it's so funny, Al, because I can already tell you, based on the comments that I've been seeing on social media today, that the folks are probably going to eat you up because oh, they are. <laughs> in order for your comment to stand true, it would have to be at the expense of Meg the Stallion. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I don't know that if this is one of those situations where right. this is one of those situations where two things can't be true at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She can't get justice. And he and, at the same time. That's right. You know what I'm that's saying? Right. So it, it, it's weird. What do I think? Um, I wasn't expecting 10. Right. I definitely was not expecting 10. I was expecting three to five. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. When I heard 10, it made me say, ooh. Um, it made me say, ooh. Um, but you know, you did do it, and I always say you can't do wrong to it. I'm mad to get you can't make the law as you go. Um, and that's what it is. So listen, guys, we got Claudia back on the line with us. We're gonna bring her back in here. <laughs> you, know, you know, Q, I I just don't like the excessiveness of it, like you said. Like three to five, I could have understood. I just don't like this this feeling like they're using him as an example to make some type of point. And I, I'm saying this as if it wasn't Megan Thee Stallion, everybody. This is not saying that I didn't believe her. It's not saying that I don't support her. It's not saying that I don't support crime towards her. It's just that I, I feel like the action needs to match the penalty. Yeah, I think it, I think it so does. So back with us. Hey, y'all. Sorry about that. I'm so aggravated with this damn Wi-Fi. Anyways, um, yeah, it was a surprisingly long sentence. I, I I thought maybe he'd get less time. But, you know, this is all his fault. He can't blame anyone else but him. Even if he did the, the you know, I'm not if he's convicted of it. OK, he shot her. Right. Um, there was zero accountability even till today. 
he's still running his mouth. He's still, I didn't really do it, but then I did. Then it's mental health and it's alcoholism. He's still not keeping it a buck. Like I think all along, this is another case of like shooting yourself in the foot, actually how we taunted her and made videos about it. Like to me, that was even worse. You know, it was the arrogance of I'm untouchable because I'm Tory Lanez. And I hope it sets an example. Maybe he won't serve the whole 10. Maybe he'll get him what, eight or seven or whatever. I don't know, six, but damn it. Um, when you get that level of success, right? Even at our level, I'm not doing anything to mess up my bag right now. And I'm not getting a Tory Lane's bag. I'm getting a cute bag, but oh. I'm nowhere near a Tory Lane's bag. Or don't y'all think about things differently now? Like, I'm not jeopardizing Almost my definitely. lifestyle right now. And here's the thing. All right, you, to this day, to the sentencing, you maintain that you didn't shoot her. Well, who did? I, I, I want to hear Tory out of his mouth say who shot her. If you didn't do it and your ass might have do 10 years in prison, who shot her? And especially knowing you, we all know that black people are always going to be more over sentenced than black than white people. Right. So with that in mind, and you're in a rapper, an arrogant rapper at that, yo, don't give them a reason to lock you up. Cause when they have a chance to do it, they go and throw the book at you. It, they're going to, we have some comments. Trevor Mitchell said he never showed remorse and he didn't snitch on the one friend. Then that's his. And if he didn't snitch on his friend, that's his fault. Exactly. Bongi 40 says it's also what he did after the time though. Him not taking accountability. I think everyone's, uh, the soulmates are agreeing with us. And Kimberly said, so Al, if you're a victim of such a crime, then you would tell the judge to let him go free? I never said that. <laughs> I never said that. What the hell? That's not what I said. You know, I'm not, listen, I understand where where the, the majority of people feel and think on this. I can have my opinion. That's what this show is about. But I never said that. I wouldn't let him go free. I just thought that 10 years is excessive. 10 years is excessive. And that's my opinion. If, you know, you can like it or you don't. It's, this is really easy. We all have opinions. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, move on. All right. That's what I'm about to do right now. We have an update on the Montgomery boat brawl. Three white men are facing misdemeanor assault charges after attacking a black dock worker over the weekend. How do you feel about this update, uh, Al? Oh, <laughs> you know what? It, it's so interesting to me that there are warrants out for the, the arrest of the three gentlemen, the three white gentlemen. That means that they were never arrested. Right. Luckily, one of them has turned himself in, in in Selma and the other two, they hopefully will have him turned in. I love what the police chief said, as he's going to continue to watch more footage to see who else may be charged in this case. And I also like the fact that they are thinking about marking this as a hate crime, as also for inciting a riot. And, and if I really think about it, I really need for the U.S. Attorney's Office to get involved because this, to me, happened at a historical site, right? So this is a hate crime at a historical site. So in my opinion, it should be elevated to the federal level. These guys need to feel the wrath of what they did because what it was was simply 110% wrong. Now, the rumor on the street is that the, the woman, the white woman that got hit in the head in that red dress was actually the sister of the governor. Now, I'm going to get back to you guys on if that is really true. And that could have been some of the reason of why they didn't want to move the boat because of that, quote, privilege. The other rumor is that that dock master, the guy who, who left the Harriet to come over and help settle things, was a 65-year-old man. And I think that they should also be charged for jumping an elderly individual, if you ask me.
Because right now these are all misdemeanor charges, right? They're not even felonies. What are third degree assault charges? Mm -hmm. Which what is the real weight of that? Nothing. If we get into a fight at about nothing, it's not going to be that big of a deal. Watch. Q, what do you think about this? I mean, in, in practice, I mean, not in practice, but I mean, for all intents and purposes, it was a bar fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't, I don't, it, it was a bar fight. Um, the reason they got into a fight is debatable. You know, we can say it was racism, but I, I could definitely see this as being a bar fight that escalated beyond whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, I, I'm, I'm glad that they have issued warrants for these guys. They are also looking for the black gentleman who was playing whack-a-mole with everybody with the chair. They're looking for him. They want him to call the, the, the not the radio <laughs> station, Lord, wrong job. They want him to call the police station. He's wanted for questioning, um, which also suggests, Claudia and Al, that he wasn't arrested either. Because you remember, if you look at the video, they instantly took him down, put the hands behind the back thing, and he wasn't arrested. As a result of him not being arrested, I hope that those officers don't get in trouble. I hope that in letting him go, because they probably drove him around the corner and let him go, I'm speculating here, that that was within the confines of their job and that they don't get in trouble, that it's not someone in the books that he should have been arrested. Um, but it is glad, I am glad to see that actions are being taken swiftly and that, um, the message is being sent that these guys were in the wrong. Uh, they had on CNN today that they are looking for, for him to call in. I'm like, black people, we going to protect this man. Don't no one say nothing. Don't we put his name out there and leave it alone. Well, they got his name. They they they, 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 they have his name. I saw that, but then I saw that they're looking for him, like to call in. Like yeah, I mean, they want him to call. They, they want him to call. I mean, I, listen, the fact that they're suggesting that he calls in, says that they just want a little bit of questioning. I still would contact my attorney first and right. have my attorney call it and see what the hell they want um, before. Um, but it, more than likely, my spirit is telling me, Harriet Tubman spoke to me last night and told me <laughs> he's going to be all right. People are still on cloud nine after that incident. I just saw Joy Reid on MSN and MSNBC just like showing the memes. The memes are on her show. That's how big of a deal it is. And everyone's still gloating and happy about it. All right. Uh, okay, speaking of uh, the viral brawl, Marlon Wayans is taking some heat for his comments. Now, Marlon wrote, how about we not try that in a small town? Bleeps, silly, bro. Let's all just love, be loved, not war. Now, Marlon Wayans responded to the criticism and said he's being sarcastic because people came for him like, you know what, you should have their back. And it sounds like you, you know, tap dancing for the white man. Um, Q, what do you think about this one? I want to believe Marlon Wayans so bad. I, I I do. Um, and, you know, I, we, we get into a space where I'm trying to give people the benefit of the doubt, but it is really giving me a backpedaling. Like as people playing on my face and my number one trigger is playing on my intelligence. The way that that thing was worded did not give comedy, did not give sarcasm at all. It gave that you, you know, that we should have taken your sentiments. Literally, it doesn't help. Um, that you and your brothers tend to have this strong affinity for white women. Y'all occupy a lot of white adjacent spaces. So it's not hard to believe that you would be in favor of, you know, peace in the Middle East when it comes to this situation. Um, because I am voluntarily choosing to be naive in this situation, I'm just going to give it a... Uh, I don't really know. But deep down inside, 
I do know, and it feels like Marlon Wayans is backpedaling. All right. Al, do you think he's backpedaling? Oh, I agree. I, it just didn't land right. It, the, the, it didn't land the way he wanted it to, and so he's definitely backpedaling. In fact, he felt hypocritical at best and short-sighted. Things that we've seen him protest and garner support for does not want to lean in from him like this. And he, he got his ass handed to him, and now he's saying that he's joking. I mean, I think he underestimated the true feeling of everything that happened. Maybe he didn't look at the whole thing, because if you looked at the whole thing, if you were a black American, you felt every bit of that emotion. You felt every bit of that rush. You felt every bit of that revenge and you felt every bit of that victory. And if you didn't, you're not really black. Well, I you think. Know, he, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I think he was trying to be on some less, you know, we shall overcome thing. And, you know, and then we saw the reaction. He was like, oh, I was being sarcastic. I don't think he's a coon at all. I do think that, um, you know, I, I just don't. Um, but I do think he, you know, the message wasn't, wasn't it, it was off. It was, you were, you were wrong. We weren't feeling that at the time, Marlon. Come back to, well, we all want to court and you were like the only one that said that. So I get the outrage from the people. But like, you know, we, we supported him when he was going through his issues with the airlines. And, you know, he All was right. uh, kind of going on for like three days and he was like, damn, you're calling for a war with them. So I think that's another reason why it's kind of like not really hitting right, because we're like, well, we was riding for you on that. And this is like 10 times worse. So, you know, I think I think uh, the timing was a little bit bad. So it's yeah. funny that you mentioned timing, though, because Coily Spice TV said he's not wrong. It's just the wrong time for that. And then. Belinda Belinda says, Marlon Wayans has always been corny. And party before we go to commercial, I must say, I do agree with Miss Belinda. He has always been corny. You think so? Have you seen a stand-up or interviewed him or anything? I'm interested. I like him. I interviewed him and I, 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 I didn't get corny from him. But okay, we have, uh, like Al said, we're here to have opinions. Marlon, you gotta suck this one up. We all, it happens to the best of us. We all get tore up on the internet. All right. Coming up next, Usher reveals his most difficult life lesson and later find out who else might be coming out. Keep it here. Welcome back to TGIF. What's up, Q? <laughs> Um, my, you know what? I just, I'm just feeling the ancestors. The spirit is just shooting up in my bones, and it's so funny because we're getting ready to talk about uh, a, a story that that I did today on Dish Nation, and me and Tamar had a lot of fun about this Usher story. So that's why I'm smiling because I'm overjoyed, and I just can't wait to repeat my sentiments here from that's, Dish Nation. Oh, that, that's that's good. That's a good lie. I think you're getting some. Yes. All right. Speed against some Usher has been getting a lot of attention. He recently opened up about his upbringing, romantic relationships and life lessons. Now, he shared that the hardest thing he ever had to do was be single because he doesn't like being alone. He connected to uh, that what he was missing in his upbringing. He connected that to what he was missing in his upbringing. Can you relate to what Usher is saying about, you know, doesn't like to be single and all that? Um, Al, what do you think about this? Somebody have to say. Um... I guess not because I've been single for a long time. I'm not that insecure. I don't I don't have to have someone in my life. I don't have to have someone to be experiencing great things with. I, I kind of feel it with family and other types of love. And in all opinion, I'm gonna call Cap on this is the hardest thing he's ever done, to be honest, because I can imagine that it was probably harder for him to deal with those herpes letter, letter, 
allegations from that young man uh, uh, regarding that uh, spa in Los Angeles and the herpes allegations from those two women that were coming after him for millions of dollars. I'm sure considering that he claimed that he was very innocent in both of those cases, that those were the hardest things that he's had to do to be lied on and to be sought after for millions and millions of dollars for something that he claims he never did. <laughs> I know I'm not as old as y'all. And I thought I had the memory of an elephant, but I don't remember nothing about Usher with no herpes and no man. You, <laughs> you better. I don't remember. It's all over the net, sir. Oh, forget the story we do it. Feel me? Right. Hey, does anyone else feel like whenever the word herpes is said, I'm, it always makes I'm always like, like no, <laughs> I want to know about Usher and allegedly these herpes with this man. How did this man allege that he got herpes from Usher? Well, the lady was having so, her case and other people piling on, right? Remember right. the guy and jumped he, into he, it. How was this allegedly transmitted? I'm telling from you, Usher if you live, I'm telling you, he said that he went to he went allegedly he went with Usher to a spa in Los Angeles and you know some things went down and um he They allegedly I, had a sexual encounter. That's what I'm trying to get at. Allegedly. Okay, that's what I want to know. Anyway, um, as far as this being single stuff, it's a twofer, right? For one, I think he sounds mentally sick. I think he sounds like he needs to sit on somebody's couch, and that's the same thing I shared on Dish Nation. However, if I want to look at like if I choose to look at this glass half full, I think it's also something to be said when people know what their issues are. And for him, I guess being single is an issue for him. Um I think Usher needs to sit on somebody's couch. This is scary. This is very scary. Um, and I think that this is led, although Usher has tended to have these long lasting relationships, I think he needs to spend some time exploring not only why he can't be single, but why he finds peace and solace in older women. I don't know his upbringing, but it is screaming mommy issues to me. Very bad. And I, I, I want him to get through those. You think he has mommy issues, Al? He does always have an older uh, woman. But some people like that. I mean, we are popping. You think, do, you're asking me, do I think he has mommy issues? Mm -hmm. Well, we know Janetta is probably one of the, the best mommy managers in the business. And I can see why he, you know, wants to have a strong black woman in his life because he has the best example of that. I don't know, though. It, it might be autophobia, too. You know, Usher is a big entertainer, a worldwide known artist. And, you know, that could cause you to always feel like you need somebody in your corner at all times. So that could also mean that he has this extreme fear of always being alone. Hmm. But I don't have that. All right, y'all. Speaking of leaving people alone, Rolling Ray seems to be doing the opposite. He recently clapped back at rapper Sexy Red. Sexy Red tweeted uh, a couple of selfies with the caption, heard you want a stud. I got the STD. All I need is you. <sighs> Rolling Ray replied, you look terrible, friend, but you going to keep that money on you. So I ain't mad. We all got our days. I still love you. <laughs> Sexy Red clapped back by posting a few stacks of money and asking Rolling Ray if he needs a new chair. <laughs> Who won this Twitter war? Was it Rolling Ray or was it Sexy Red? Who won? 
This show is just going to hell <laughs> on the front end and the back end. Yeah, it is. <laughs> It's <laughs> just completely going to hell. And you know, whenever it comes to a story with Roland Ray, I always end up being the bad guy. And I'm going to try my hardest not to be in this situation. He was mad at me too. We talked about him. He's like, but, you but I have a question, y'all, right? Because here's the thing How much grace are we uh, supposed to give? Rolling Ray for talking mess about people publicly for everyone to see. You know what I'm saying? When, right. um, <laughs> you, you know, it's like at what point does it become all right for somebody to pop his ass? Ray know that he in the wheelchair. He know that he cannot run fast if somebody get behind his ass. He look. He know that wheelchair don't go no more than three miles an hour. First of all, three miles an hour, ass, like. Three miles an hour. Like, so <laughs> when does it become all right for somebody to pop Roland Ray ass, especially when nobody is talking to him and he ends up talking to everybody, even when nobody's asking him for his opinion? Was there any validity to anything that he said about Sexy Red and what Sexy Red said about her? I mean, Sexy Red do look terrible. Okay, so... He do look terrible. But no one asked Ray. I know, right? The funny part was, he'll talk about carrying that cash around. (laughs) He's talking about what? He said, you still carry that same stack of cash around from the beginning. That was so funny. That was funny. I mean, I guess we all give our opinions on people, right? Right. We do that every five days a week right here on Fox. Yeah, but listen, it's the thing in the wheelchair that's concerning me, right? Like, we get our opinions, and there's an argument to be made that, you know, we don't just sit on here and just start talking about people. They become trending topics, news stories in the urban pop culture landscape, and we are commentators, all right? Some people Mm -hmm. say, another to be a civilian independent of an entertainment platform, not being asked or having having a job to report on people and just flat out print, you look terrible. Like, that's not cool. That That's you coming for a person <laughs> in an unsolicited manner. So what happens if she's in his city and sees his ass down to the SSI office trying to uh, recertify his benefits but down that tire trying to get his flat on that damn wheelchair to uh, fix or whatever. And she's Imagine being told you look terrible at Rolling Ray. That because he does read. He does read down and he is really funny. But you'd be like, uh, what? You know, <laughs> when I went home my last time, um, I went to a family gathering and I have an uncle there who got about three teeth left in his mouth. Him and my aunt started going in on me saying my face looked big. And I was like, what? Like, are you talking to me? I don't know. It just, you know, when it comes to me, you're like, wait, hold up. Ray, you are funny, sexy red. I mean, hey, y'all handle that. Okay. Uh, a mother gave birth to twins who came out the vagina simultaneously <laughs> well one of the baby's head could be seen crowning the other one's feet were coming out at the same time the twins suffered minor bruises but were delivered safely talk about getting your coochie scratched out 
<laughs> I want to get my coochie scratched. <laughs> oh, what do you think about the stretching of the? Ooh, that's a lot of baby coming out, shoulders and head and feet and hips. According to the article, only 0.1% of twins experience this. So it's called mono something. Um, but this is actually borderline historical that when their timestamp on their birth certificate is and will be the same time. It was so interesting because the people who were filling out the paperwork for the birth certificate didn't believe the mother when they called in the time. So they had to call the hospital to verify that, in fact, these two were born at the exact same time. So that exact time will go on both of their birth certificates. Mm-hmm. Hugh, what do you think about I'm this? curious to know how much each one of the babies weighed because as a man of science, I was just trying to say, okay, like say for instance me, I was nine pounds, nine ounces when I was born. Damn. Um, but yeah, I was a big baby, believe it or not, to be so skinny. Um, but if both of her babies came out, let's just say at three pounds a piece, I mean, even though two came out at the same time, it would be equivalent to a woman who gave birth to a, a, a nine pound baby. No. That's a lot of. Oh, that's yeah. a good point. That's a good point, actually. You know what I'm saying? Like, so huh? from the pain and the stretching perspective, it might not be as bad as we're imagining. And again, I'm talking as a man who's never had his coochie scratched. So I don't know what I'm just assuming. You had a different coochie scratched. <laughs> oh. Are we talking? Not me, girl. <laughs> I mean, even one baby that's, listen, some some penises have you scratched out and hurting. So never mind these babies coming out like this. So damn, you were real. You were, I salute you, lady. I, man. Okay. Well, coming up next, did Tokyo Tony come out? Oh, God. I'm going to church on Sunday. And later, we put our soulmates to test in our segment called Guess What Race? Oh, Tokyo Tony News. Great. Welcome back to TGAF. Shout out to over 6,200 people in the chat in the uh, on YouTube. So yeah, hey. hit, that, hit that like button. Fucking cuss y'all out in a while. We've been being nice to y'all. All right, y'all. Social media is giving Tokyo Tony the side eye after her recent video. In the video, Tokyo said, you will address me after today as Mr. Tony. I identify as a man. Tokyo claimed to make this video to let men know that they can leave her alone. Do you think she needed to do all that to repel men? You think there's like that many men up in her inbox, like trying to get between that gap? What y'all think? Uh, what you think? You, I get you, the joke. I get the joke. It's corny, but I get it. it. Is it me? But I think they should create a show called The Mamas. It should be Mama D. It should be Mama Jones, Jim Jones' mama, and it should be Mama Joyce. I swear, I would watch all of these mamas in Tokyo Tony. I would watch all of them in a reality show tomorrow. I would sign up and I would watch every show faithfully for the entire season. And throw in Blueface's crazy mother man too. Who always- <laughs> <laughs> you can come with me too. I'm like, bitch, relax. Your claim to fame is having a narcissistic. That's what she had to say. 
You know, it, 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 it's, you know, you know, I, I have my days with Tony. Like some days I, I'm super elated and, 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 and laughing my ass off with Tony. Like when she cussed her friend out, when she was driving the U-Haul and the friend was trying to ask her, was they getting one hotel room or two? And Tony <laughs> oh, was yes. her out talking about she wasn't sleeping in another room with no bitch. And then other days, Tony does things like cuss the people out down to the Starbucks and to the drive-thru. And I'm like, she is so ignorant. I don't know where I am with her today. I will say this. I'm going to lean on the side of I'm, I, I don't like this. But, and, and the only reason why I want to do that is because, you know, we're, we're living in a climate now where people are really making a mockery, I think, of the trans experience and are just acting like, you know, well, if they can come out and say they're trans, I mean, I guess tomorrow I can just wake up and say I'm a man. And it's the same thing and, and want to argue that it's the same thing and it really isn't. But OK, that's the only reason why I'm kind of not rocking with this, because it just undermines the whole trans experience. I mean, but hey, it's Tokyo, Tony. We we can't expect much of anything from her. I think what happened to her to make her like she seems like she's mad. Have you all ever seen her smile? Because I haven't. I just feel like she's angry every single day about someone and dropping the F word and this and that. I'm just like, why? Why are you so mad? Well, you know, what? some people don't have. And, and, and I'm, I'm going to be honest, honest about this because I can if, if I can share. Um, some people don't have good conflict resolution skills. And my mother was mm -hmm. one of them. Mm -hmm. um, I had at my mother's funeral. I eulogized her. And, and I remember standing up and saying, I wonder if my mother ever experienced peace in her life because she was a person who screamed and fussed every day. And it wasn't until I went away to college that I realized that anger and upset are not emotions that you're supposed to experience every day. And my mother, much like Tokyo Tony, she was upset every day. She raised her voice every day. She cursed somebody out every day. She yelled at us every day. And up until the time I went away to college, I thought that was normal until I started going home with my friends from college and realizing, oh, wow, their parents aren't mad. Like, what's going on? And so I see a lot of similarities between my mom and Tokyo Tony, believe it or not. Um, and she's probably just a product of her upbringing, much, much like my mother was. It's like, mm -hmm. damn it. So at what point do you say, I, I mean, I, I guess she doesn't mind it as much as we do. You know, like that's her She doesn't problem. know any better. And I'll do you one better about this personality type, if I will. It got so bad with my mother that, Peace made her uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Things were quiet, quiet, still, comfortable, happy, and on the up and up. Subconsciously, she would find a way to create drama because her her baseline was anger and upset. I can see that, and it's so sad because I know we got to move on, but you know, there's. This life can be really beautiful if you can identify what your issues are and your triggers are, and then go try to really work on them. You don't have to be angry every day. You don't have to be sad every day. You can address it and you can work on things and get out of that. And then, you know, life is, is totally different. We're not yelling at the computer every day or the phone every day, mad about something or at your kids. You're missing moments, people. All right, moving on. Check out this strange story. A 10-year-old little girl married her boyfriend in a mock wedding just 10 days before the girl passed away from leukemia. The girl's parents said they threw the wedding together in a, master, in a matter of days. The father was happy to be able to say he gave her away. Are you here for this, Al? 
I was here for this 110%. It was very heartwarming for me. We learned from the mother that that daughter said to her that she wanted to be married, a wife, and have three kids because she wanted to be just like her parents. That means that young girl grew up in an environment where she experienced love between her parents, and that was her ultimate goal. Most kids want to go to Disneyland. Most kids want to eat as much candy as they possibly can. How great is it that that mother and that father showed that young lady so much of an example of what a healthy uh, relationship and marriage is supposed to be that that was her ultimate goal in life. I loved every second of it. Hey, what do you think? I'm 100% here for it. I wish, um, and Gwen, I know it's a very private moment. I would love to see it. Um, that's just the selfish side of me, but I, I, I am here for it. To be able to put that smile on that girl's face or to just give her the period at the end of that that sentence. Um, there's just so much more I want to know about this. I want to know, did the little girl know she was dying? I want to know, did they have the conversation with her? And at 10 years old, is she able to wrap her mind around the fact that she's about to die? And, 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 and did it bring her peace? Did she know that this wedding was to provide her some type of closure before she died? There are so many questions that I want to ask. And I know this had to be hard for the parents, but I think this was a very loving thing to do um, for their 10-year-old daughter. That's true. I think it's sweet. It's like bittersweet though, right? It's like so sad that the, the little girl, you know, she doesn't have a lot of time left. But so, <laughs> I'm sorry, this cat just wants to be on the show like every time. Um, but but so sweet of her parents to to make that happen for her. And I, I did some work with the, not the Make-A-Wish Foundation, but a Special Wish Foundation. And we uh, granted a wish for a kid that had kidney uh, disease and um I, I i just seeing someone smile that you know that has limited time it just does something for me you know it just i wish more people could like experience seeing that and that we could help out more people that that don't so, have claudia i am lakeisha said heck no that is traumatic for the husband kid <laughs> <laughs> said, do you think the little boy will grow up and be traumatized i mean <laughs> You know, listen, at 10 years old, how much love could they have possibly been in? Now, the parents that seem this loving also seem to be responsible. And and I'm pretty sure they went out and found, I don't know, an actor, a mock boy, a neighbor's kid, uh, hopefully not a cousin. Um, You know, you know, you know, I'm pretty sure the parents put this thing. First of all, she couldn't legally get married, guys. So in short, they were play play. They were playing dress up at the house uh, or whatever. For all we know, she could have got married to a damn cabbage patch doll um, or an imaginary husband. <laughs> you know, even when you imagine a 10 year old widower. <laughs> right. He's smoking cigarettes. He's stressed out. Uh, he's like, can he find another woman? Right. He started off dating. You know, I lost my wife at an early age. <laughs> 13. <laughs> All right. Uh, very sweet of those parents. I right, keep a lot because coming up next, join us for Guess What Race and later a random beachgoer accidentally crashed a wedding. We'll be back. Welcome back to the show. Soulmates, hit that like button. All right, y'all. Are you one of those people who doesn't see color? Do you probably <laughs> not feeding to stereotypes? Well, we're going to put that to the test and guess what race. All 
All right, soulmates, get ready to play along in the chat. Go ahead and throw your answers in the chat after we read the headline. All right, an estranged couple was seen emptying each other's suitcases and tossing each other's belongings across the sidewalk during a heated argument. Now, the airport staff stepped in to break up the chaos. No one was arrested, though. Can you guess the race of this couple? I mean, the, the, aside from the fact that this video has already gone viral on the internet and we all seen it, only black <laughs> Okay, only black people. You see, like, you, black people are the only people, especially couples, that do the whole public embarrassment thing. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, we don't mind cussing each other out and just letting it all hang out in the public. So they were definitely black. Uh, doing this, and they get back to, and we get back together. And we'll be back together. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We're just passionate people. I, I would say, right, Al? What do you think? About I agree. This? I agree. I've seen it. Okay. Yep. Y'all are right. It was a black couple. Very much. Very much a black couple. And they was definitely <laughs> hell out. She was like, I paid for this. I paid for this. this I paid for this. This is some oh, new yeah, fangle <laughs> fighting for me because. You're not going to toss my stuff out like that in public. I'm sorry. Oh, we would have got the tussling in front of Terminal B. Uh, you threw my stuff out in the street like that. Now look, I got to be honest with y'all. I've gotten in an argument with somebody before, and I have tossed their stuff out of my apartment. For this, and you, I have done something that silly before, so I can relate. Damn, really? Yeah. I'm like, so I guess they were on their were they on their way? Like they ain't going on a trip, or was it when they landed? Like we don't work it out and go on this trip. I'm not missing a trip. Came back. Hmm? I said hopefully it was when they came back. Right, yeah, for sure. All right, this one right here. Okay, a fast food restaurant employee ripped out a customer's braid during an altercation. The victim claims her drive-through order was wrong, so she got back in line to ask them to fix it. When she did, the employee came outside, jumped in the woman's car, and ripped her braid out, leaving her with a large, bald spot. <laughs> That's not funny. I saw this one. I'm going to say black, because I remember the, the... I don't know who... I don't know what the color of the person... Oh, no. Yes, I do, because they showed them. I'm going to say it was a black, a black woman got her hair ripped out, and it was a black uh, mother-daughter mother combo that did it, I think. Because they were holding up the line. She mm -hmm. was holding up the line. All right. Q? No, Al, you actually got the story wrong. It was, uh, well, yeah, it was the employees of the Popeyes snatched out the girl's braids. They were right. black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the girl who got the braids snatched out was black. Because they had like, this whole piece missing in the head, right? This is another one of those things where, you know, only we do. I ain't never heard no story of... Um, well, first of all, white people rarely wear braids, but I've never heard a story of white people or any other race snatching out somebody's braids. So the snatching out of the braids was definitely the dead giveaway. Can we talk about how strong you have to be to snatch a braid out of someone's scalp like that? Clean out the scalp. Did you see that patch? Yeah, that patch is here. Or how mad you had to be. Look at that. Oh my God. Well, well but you know, Claudia, I mean, no. If you have enough hang time and you could get a good grip on that it wouldn't be that damn hard to listen i've had my hair pulled before quite hard no hair came out you know that that, that from the scalp like that they tore her ass up they turned her every which way except loose <laughs> i'll be mad you know how long i
All right, moving on. The wife of a, a U.S. Air Force worker has been charged with first-degree murder, first-degree attempted murder after being accused of putting bleach in her husband's coffee. She was allegedly trying to kill him for his benefits. Can you guess the race of this woman? It's giving me a Spanish tease. It's giving me... <laughs> It's giving me a very Latino English is my second language tease. With this, I agree. I agree with you on this one. I'll say Hispanic. All right, you guys are right. It was in fact a Latina woman. Yeah. There we go. Look at her. It was giving me. She looks shady, don't she? Yeah. All right. Coming up, a random beachgoer accidentally crashes a wedding. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. All right, soulmates, we have an opportunity for you to graduate from the YouTube chat and join us live via Zoom in a special segment called The Hot Seats. Now, if you're a super fan of TGIF and you want to get up close and personal with your favorite talk show host, send your name, photo, and a brief blurb about yourself to TGIF at foxsoul.tv. That's TGIF at foxsoul.tv. Dot TV. We can't wait to talk to you and get you on the show. All right, let's get back to more topics. Baseball player Tim Anderson was suspended for six games after his viral fight with Jose Ramirez over the weekend. Now, Jose Ramirez was suspended for three games, even though he threw the first punch. Do you think this is fair? Al, what do you think? Oh, absolutely. Anybody that knows that Tim Anderson knows that he's a hothead and he's fought before. He's had a lot of run-ins. He's also known in the league for being very aggressive and heavy-handed for when he tags people out. And they've had these conversations with him and it's just fallen on a deaf ear. I don't know what's going on with Tim. I don't know why he's behaving like this, but this isn't his first warning. So of course I expect for him to get more time than his colleague. Ain't this the one that has like all the issue with the mistress and all that too? That's, uh, that's him. Yeah, he off the chain. He's, he's always in the, the blogs for that. Like we rarely <laughs> talk about baseball players. So for him to be in the blogs, he 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 doing a lot. Right. All right, Q, what do you think? You know, y'all talking about mistresses and anger issues. And I'm sorry, y'all. Like, I've been broke before, very, very, very broke before. And money and comfort fixes a lot of things. It just really does. Like, and I just don't understand. And I ain't nowhere near rich. I'm comfortable. I don't understand how people have this much money and just be having this much strife going on. And I'm gonna say money don't make you happy. Somebody who ain't got no, y'all gonna start repeating them dumbass old wise tales and them damn half-ass Bible parables. Money make you very damn happy, and it it, it does. Coming yeah. in like that, you know, X, Y, Z, hundreds of thousands per game, you couldn't get me to hit nobody. It's just <laughs> a game. Coupled with the fact that, all, like, real talk, could you imagine, and I know it's your job, but you're going to PE every day for a living. You're supposed to be happy. 
And baseball gets those secure contracts. They got a lot of money in there. They make a lot of money. But you know, you, I guess there's room. There's room, if I had to make room for an explanation, there's room to say that in the MLB, the Major League Baseball arena, there's not a lot of people of color. There's not a lot of African-Americans. Sorry, there are people of color. There aren't a lot of African-Americans. So they get disrespected a lot. And they, they kind of have to step into the space and make people respect them. So... I'm just giving I'm just giving an explanation because, you know, African-Americans represent less than, you know, three percent in MLB. So maybe they could be trying him a lot of times. But in his case, I just think it's anger, anger management issues. You probably a lot of stress juggling them women. They get all this attention. All right. A viral video showing a woman walking through a beach wedding has sparked a debate on social media. Some are saying that the woman is oblivious and should have entered the beach without disturbing the wedding. Others feel that the bride and groom should not have had a ceremony at a very public beach. What do you think about this, Funky? Would you marry your new boo on the beach? Uh-oh. Um, so I'd marry him wherever he'd want me to marry him. Why y'all be a bitch? Because I'm, I'm giving you. I like how that sounds. I like how that Why you being mad? You're trying to be happy. Flipping and funky and all that. You're supposed to be happy. You're supposed to be happier now. Anyway, back to Wow, he's defensive like a little bear cat, little mama cat. You know, I don't understand how this lady could have been that damn oblivious to what the hell was going on. You know what I'm saying? It was, it, it, I, I guess it's only rude if she was conscious of what the hell she was doing. On the flip side of things, y'all is kind of standing in the walkway. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are standing in the in the, in the the pathway of the interest of the beach. So hell, maybe she says she ain't moving to y'all ass in the wrong. And I'm old and I deserve the right to be ornery and, and, and oh, I don't know. Al? I, I just feel like if I was standing near that bride, like in the back behind the bride or in front of the bride, and I saw her approaching, I would have said something. I simply would not have allowed her to cross over that opening. I, I just wouldn't have allowed it. I'm like, excuse me, there's a wedding going on here. Do you mind going behind? Or if you just wait a minute, the bride is getting ready to walk through. So, you know, show some respect. If you're going to have a, a wedding in a public place, you have to expect that there's going to be people there. That had no idea. If you don't section it off. Yeah, like you got to section right. it off. Or, and then there should be someone there. It's, I don't think the bride or the groom should be having to worry about that. There should be some people that just like, you know, on the, on the perimeter, like, hey, you know, we have a, 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 recept, a wedding here. Because when I go running on the beach a lot, when I'm like down in Aruba or wherever, Jamaica, wherever, I always see, I see weddings all the time on the beach. And you could easily roll up on them. But that's where you have to take a precaution or, you know, put something in place where there's people that say, hey. Or just do a little line of flowers around her. Or, I don't know. I don't know. Tiki torches, something. But yeah, I mean, if you're going to have, you put you set yourself up with that. All right. Um, where are we at? Oh, okay. <laughs> we have a few seconds left. Yeah, we're going to talk about Q's man visiting tomorrow. Come on, Claudia. Well, you the- say something about it because when I say something, he gets all <laughs> offensive Claudia, and mad. Claudia, get the tea. Get the tea, Claudia. Look at his face. He's supposed to be happier, not more bitter and angry. What's going Ooh, on? Not bitter. <laughs> He's no, snapping at my neck because I asked about your wedding. I want to go to your wedding. Baby, I'm far from bitter. He makes me happy. Oh, <laughs> I'm, far from, I'm far from bitter. Okay. You deserve every bit of it, Funky. Mm-hmm. Look at his eyes all half closed, head cocked to the side. 
Got a little weight in his face, getting fed all that <laughs> food. All right. I want to thank Admirals and Funky Dineva for joining me tonight. Stay tuned. Uh, for, thanks for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for Crockett's Corner. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Have fun. We'll see you later. Have a good night, soulmate. <laughs>